0: now In
1: the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit one god amen we're continuing uh, speaking about saint paul uh, last week we talked about uh, him according to acts about the vision how he got this vision and uh, We uh, talked a little bit about his background and how he reached to this area. This week we we are going to talk about after the conversion, after uh, the vision, after he saw the Lord, and after Ananias met him and starting uh, explaining for him some stuff after his day. We're starting reading from Acts 9, from 17 to 19 first. Go ahead, Matthew. Can you have the...
0: And Ananias went his way and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said... Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus.
1: So this is what talked about last week. Now he's in Damascus spent some time with uh, disciples. Most the disciples in Damascus, they wasn't from the apostles. They was just a few of them, they were disciples of the apostles. After the persecution, went and stayed uh, to, in the, uh, into Damascus. Uh, Michael. No, there wasn't apostles. Okay, can you say it again? Oh, yeah, yeah, So you're asking if there was apostles or disciples. There was a dis- disciples. After the persecution happened in Shalim in Jerusalem, most the disciples, not the apostles, left uh, in the waves to Damascus, to areas around Jerusalem. If we can look to the map, you can see at the map, this is what Jerusalem, after the persecution, there is uh, waves happened, starting leaving the area here, and they starting preaching in waves, and it wasn't like organized waves. Yeah, so Paul, St. Paul, and these events happened in this area, if you can see here, in Damascus. And all the events happened in Jerusalem was here. So this is the road he walked towards Damascus to start persecuting the Christians. And by the way, this is a very long road in the old world. Can you read for us?
0: Immediately he preached the Christ in the synagogues that he is the son of god then all who heard him were amazed and said is this not he who destroyed those who called on his name on this sorry, on this name in jerusalem and has come here for that purpose so that he might bring them bound to the chief priests but Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the jews who, were, who dwelt in damascus proving that this jesus is the christ
1: Okay, so now his strength, after a few days, Ananias starting explain for them things, and after that, immediately his mind opened up lighting and starting speaking in the synagogue about Jesus Christ. And this is very important things to understand. Why he is the most important one as an apostle, wrote a lot of letters and speak about a lot of things in the law of Moses. Why St. Paul specifically attacked the law of Moses? Why he said, now we, don't, we shouldn't, even before the first council in Jerusalem, he just said, like, we don't want to follow, we, no need now to follow the law of Moses. You know why? because he was the most educated one, he was one of the disciples of Gamaliel, and because he was a Pharisee, he was Pharisees, he knows when the Messiah comes, he's going to fulfill all the law. So, because he has the knowledge, he just immediately understands there is no need for the law of Moses, and this is when he's starting preaching the Lord, as if, He's the fulfilling of all the prophecies. For him, it wasn't no need to explain for the Jewish why he believes in Christ now. Because from his perspective, from a messianic uh, angle, perspective, this is Jesus, the Messiah. He fulfilled all the law of Moses. And as we can see, it was very weird for him to... uh, to see the people speaking about him and saying, is this not who he destroyed those who called on in this, in this name in Jerusalem? So who's speaking here? The Jewish people. They starting having this, they were surprised about his reaction, because they knew him. And even the Jewish people, they were scared to be near him. In the beginning, because he was very zealous, he was persecuting the Christians. Even the Jews themselves, they tried to avoid him. They don't want to deal with him.
0: Now, after many days were passed, the Jews plotted to kill him. But their plot became known to Saul and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and led him down through the wall in a large basket.
1: The Jews starting feeling this guy starting doing something very dangerous for them. Why? Again, because he was very knowledgeable. He was very well-educated, so he's putting them in corners. Themselves, they don't understand. I saw one of the videos on YouTube for um, a Christian preacher went to Jerusalem to the Holy Land in Israel and he starting speaking with them about Isaiah book and starting telling them, Did you hear this before? And they were so surprised, as if they didn't hear these words before. Because most of the Jews in this period of time they wasn't educated. Just the Pharisees' people, they were educated. So for them, the the public or the local Jewish, when they're starting hearing St. Paul's words, they start listening to him. One of the things St. Paul said that in himself when he was facing the false prophets and the false apostles, he told them, maybe my words is not uh, official or like I'm not formal, but my knowledge is for me because Saint Paul was one of the fewest uh, apostles. He had this talent to speak and to argument with any different of type of, of people, Gentiles, Jews. Uh, from different uh, backgrounds, he can just uh, show them his case. Even the, the kings, they were worried from him. Agribas told him, you try to convince me to be a Christian. He was very talented about that. He knew how he can sell his uh, idea to the others and convince them. So the Jewish starting feeling this guy, starting became a danger for us. And we need to make him, we need to kill him. We need to finish him immediately now. There is one of the things when we read about Paul, one of the things... Uh, when I was like looking to my information, one of the things I looked and it was amazing for me is anyone tried to attack Christianity, usually attacks Christianity through Christ or Paul. They always try to doubt us with Jesus and St. Paul. This is how it's looked like. And when we look to his story, we mentioned. It's mentioned three times, one time from his perspective, second time from, uh, so he said uh, one time from Luke's perspective, two times was from two different perspectives, one formal and one after 14 years. And the, the, the other story mentioned three times was Jesus' crucifixion. And both of them, they, have, they are the longest story about someone on the gospel. So this is like a similarity between him and his master with a unique way. So as they did with uh, Jesus, they tried to do with Paul. They need to shut him down. One of the Jewish uh, leaders said, according to Cephas, he said, Paul was more dangerous than Jesus. From them perspective, they saw Paul more dangerous on the Jews more than the Lord himself. Because Paul was very effective. Again, let's go to the map again. The Lord himself didn't uh, preach a lot. He served just three years, and he served in Jerusalem area. But Paul started from here to the whole Europe. As we said, he established 22 church in 22 years. (laughs) So they want to excommunicate him. They want to kill him. They want to get rid of him. And this is when the disciples, again, the disciples, they was in Damascus. They tried to help him and put him in a basket. When we hear this story, we don't understand how this story is. First of all, scary, and risky, and funny. Because imagine you put a man in a basket in a wall very uh, long. So as we see in the picture, this is on the right one. This is the wall, the actual wall. They rebuilt it in Damascus. This is the wall they took St. Paul from it, so it's very high, it's like a castle wall, it was the wall of the whole city, and they put him on the basket and they're starting doing like they're taking him like in a Sabbath, like in Egypt, and this, is, this is, wasn't a, 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 a regular way to do something like this, this is, they, they, they create this trick. To save him. Um, so it was. It was. It was a very risky idea from the disciples to do that. But they didn't have a choice to do that. Tony, can you to us?
0: And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. And he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So he was with them at Jerusalem, coming in and going out, and he spoke boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Hellenists but they attempted to kill him. When the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea
1: and sent him out to Tarsus. Do you remember when I told you when he saw the Lord, did the church accept him or not? And we said no. This is the apostles. He went to the apostles. The apostles rejected him. They don't even meet him. They didn't want to meet him. They didn't saw him. None of the apostles met St. Paul. They, they told him like, we don't, we don't want to meet you. Yeah, we know. And you're going to be surprised. I'll I put it in another slide. But you're going to be surprised. And this is give us a big lesson. St. Paul didn't look towards the church or the, toward the apostles. He have a clear uh, commandment from the Lord. He know what he should do. He didn't attack the apostles. As you see, this is just like for your information. Just to let you know, the apostles didn't accept him. But they were all afraid of him. They were scared from him. And this is, this is one of the biggest challenges sometimes for the Christianity. When someone comes from different background, sometimes he faces a lot of issues. It took St. Paul many years to make them accept him. Even if Barnabas came and bring him and said, like, I, I believe this guy, even if they know Ananias and Ananias was one of the disciples. The tradition said he was one of the 17th. And the Lord appeared to Ananias, told him, this is a, a clear commandment. Go and baptize this guy. He will be one of my apostles. So it was a clear message. But what's happened is the apostles didn't accept that. They didn't accept him as an apostle. They didn't accept him even as a member. And this is show you how the faith of St. Paul was very strong. He didn't uh, look and said, oh, and he's starting weeping and saying, like, they didn't accept me and stuff like this. No. He stayed. And even the gospel, the Holy Spirit used St. Luke words and said uh, that he had spoken to him and how it's preached boldly at Damascus. This is I'll testify. Barnabas and Barnabas telling the apostles, like, I saw these things in my eyes. But uh, they didn't believe him. So he got rejected from Jerusalem and from two more cities. Because when the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea. And from Caesarea, they sent him to Tarsus. So he got rejected from four churches. The only people they was like debating him was Damascus because they saw what's happening. But most of the churches, the, the churches and the leaders, the apostles, they didn't accept him. And yeah. can you have the mic? So it's easier.
0: Why did Barnabas accept him but not the other ones? Did Barnabas see anything?
1: No. Or? Barnabas was his, as His Grace Ambacrollos in the first sermon he mentioned, Barnabas was, this is his personality. He was like a very supportive person and he was a very domestic person. He was a very positive person and even from his name he was like very uh, supportive person. And he healed, he, he saw things. He saw, so. <laughs> Saul when he was persecuting and he saw the change. Because again, there is when when, when someone became Christian and the Lord changed him, he changed. He he starting, there is things you can see, you can witness. There is something in him, Saul, the grace changed the people. And this is how it happened with Paul. It took him from a few days just to starting to understand what's going on. Abu uh, Namatta, he spoke about that, and he said, it didn't take a long time from Paul as a Pharisee to understand the prophets. It took a lot of time from the apostles, but with Paul, it didn't was like this. Because he had a knowledge. He was close to God. Yeah, he have different perspective, and he have a wrong perspective, and he called that himself many times, acknowledge or idiot or... Because he knows he was looking to God from a wrong angle, from a wrong perspective. So after he got kicked out from mostly all this area here, he decided to go to the desert, to the Arabia. The desert, as you see, first of all, I like this part of temple life because it's in my country, in my home, and I live near to Petra. He lived all this way down to Petra to live here for three years. This is, was a desert. And this is one of the uh, actual pictures now to how it looked like the city. This is, was like a street. We can find find out the story about how he lived here. Can you, Susie, please read for us?
0: But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers.
1: So first of all, this part, speaking about something, we're going to go back for it. Who give him the gospel? Who teach him the gospel? Who give him his message? Who gave him this commandment? John, please
0: but when it pleased God who separated me from my from my mother's womb and called my called me through his grace to reveal his son in me that I may that I might preach him among the Gentiles I did not immediately confirm with the flesh and blood nor did I go up to Ju- to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before before me but i went to arabia and returned again to damascus
1: i don't know guys if uh, if in english it's the same in arabic the way it seems like he have you can feel the blame from the apostles in arabic in this part of the story he was like a little bit upset with the apostles and one of the nicest things about the story of saint paul is We have a good material because we have someone spoke outside the story, St. Luke, and St. Paul himself. This is St. Paul's words in Galatians 1, 15 to 17. He's speaking about what's happened. He said, after they, they, they rejected me, I didn't have desire even to meet them. Why? Because he met Christ. For him, Paul wasn't focusing on anything in his life except Christ. So when you focus on Christ, it doesn't matter what's going to happen after. If you're living with Christ, that's it. This is the important thing. So he he didn't... uh, He got upset, of course, but he said, Okay, I'm going to leave the whole area. I'm going to leave the north, and I'm going to the south to understand and to learn the things. Again, I'm quoting from Father Matthew the Poor. And uh, because it's in Arabic, I'm going to try to translate it. Saint, uh, Father Matthew the Poor spoke about St. Paul in his book, St. Paul and His Life. And he said, after he went to Arabia, St. Paul sat and starting reread. Torah. This is the Messiah. This is the person everyone waited him. All the generations spoke about him and how God is merciful and graceful. How he appeared to me. I am who I persecuted him and I destroyed his church with joy and I blasphemy on him without countenance. This is Jesus in his cross the cross became to a glory and the salvation and and he was one day for me a stumble block. My stumble block became the source of my power and my salvation. I him in him with unknowledge but now I can say I can't be proud with anything except the cross of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So St. Paul went, stayed in three years on the Arabia in the capital called Petra. It's a very famous uh, uh, area, and it's a tourist area. It's built on the uh, mountains. It's in Jordan, and it's in the middle of the desert, and the king at this time was named ariatus or Ariats. One of the important things when we study the Bible, the names have a meaning. It's not just the Holy Spirit put them like randomly like this. Why? Because when we start in collecting the puzzle of St. Paul letters from here and there with the axe, you will start feeling, oh, this is why the name is mentioned, not just to fill uh, things. Um, how, how we know St. Paul was there in Petra? Um, the tradition tell us, St. Orgianus, Uri- Oregon, he sent our Pope, our, uh, St. Demetrius, the Pope of Alexandria, to them Bishop called Brillius to correct his theology. This is what in the third century. That means there was a Christian there. And how we know there was a Christian there? From there was a bishop there and there was a church established there through St. Paul. And because the king Eretius, we're going to, to see what's happened with Eritius. In Damascus, the governor
0: under Arteus the king was guarding the city of Damascians with a garrison, desiring to arrest me, but I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped from his hands.
1: So this is the second basket. Yeah. So this king, Eritius, this king, Eritius, was the governor for Petra and Damascus. Imagine how he was very strong from here to there. Like he was a very big, he had a very big kingdom. And he has a big authority. And as usual, every time Paul goes to any place, he's like his master. Every time he go to area, the enemies became aliens just to persecute him. And this is what exactly happened with Paul too. Because this guy, Arathias, now he's he going to became aliens with the Jewish, the Jewish people, and they have issues together just because of St. Paul, because he became for them a headache in Damascus, in Petra, everywhere St. Paul was going, he was establishing churches, he was preaching the gospel, he was doing for them issues. We come now to the what's happened on the desert. We don't have a lot of information about these three years in the life of our beloved St. Paul, but what we know about these three years is the first one is the beginning of the monastic life. St. Paul was the first one established the monastic life in this way, to go to the desert. There is no one before him, so he's starting established this way. And as we know, St. Paul wasn't married, and he established this. With his writings, when he said like, "I prefer for you don't be with a marriage and stuff like this," so it was a very uh, he was that he established this, and he's starting putting this as a, a a basic and start for that. We can find this in Corinthians, First Corinthus eleven, twenty-three. This is the second reason. Sorry, can you read for us?
0: I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of
1: me. Amen. So he's speaking about something he received from the Lord. When he received these things from the Lord? On the Arabia. Most of these things he got received was from the Arabia. Other thing is Saint Paul visit of heaven when he speaks about himself. I know a person on the Christ fourteen years ago, he went to the third heaven. The scholarships when they search, they figure out this is was when he was in the Arabia for the three years. So he delivered his letter or his gospel from the Lord himself in the three years. He was on the Arabia. And he's starting to process everything happened with him, and he's starting readjust everything he received from the Lord, and he's starting changing his mind with many things about Judaism and stuff like this. These uh, verses speaking about things we can't put them except in the three years. Uh, and most of them they're speaking about uh, visions or things happened with him from the Lord or the Lord tell him something and stuff like this and when you, we looked to the letters and we look to the map it didn't make any sense but when we know he stayed for three years because sometimes we just pass this period of time in his life again I lived there, I know the weather there the weather there is very hard because in, in the morning it's very hard, very hot, and in the night it's very cold. It's just a desert. There is no rivers. It's a very tough life. There is no trees. There is nothing there except desert. And this is a unique area because in in the summer the weather is very hot in. The winter, the weather, it's very cold. So it was a very rough uh, atmosphere for Paul. And I believe this is why he lived there. Because he wanted to, to, to live this kind of, of life. And this is why the idea became to our fathers to be in the desert. Because they tried to follow the steps of St. Paul, the Apostle. There is something very interesting in this part of, uh, of the story about St. Paul in the 14 years. He used this expression two times, 14 years. And this is answer your question, Matthew. When the apostles met St. Paul, they met him after 14 years. They put St. Paul under my <laughs> school for 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, after 14 years, they accepted him. Yeah, yeah, they, they didn't even meet him. They denied him. The first time he met, he met St. Peter. And we can read this from his, himself, St. Paul, speaking about what's happened himself. He describing what's happened himself. And he said, then 14 years after, I went again to Jerusalem with Barnabas. And took Titus with me also. And I went up by revelation. He went up by revelation. Himself, he, the Lord himself revealed to him to go to meet the apostles. He don't want to go. Because he knows they rejected him from the beginning. And in the beginning, after, after the... After the, the the, the conversion, after he got baptized. No, no, it was, it was more than a month. Because, again, when we count, he stayed, with, uh, he stayed with Ananias, and after that, he left after the persecution. That's mean, like, three or four months. And after that, count, like, at, at least a month, traveling from here to there. And after that, like, he was, like, five, six months. And... Even when they rejected him, he stayed in Jerusalem for a little bit of a while, of time. And again, it's very important to understand what the difference between disciple and apostle. This is one of the things. Because when we read, there was a disciples around him. Who's the disciples here? Disciples, maybe one, few of them from the 17th. Or disciples, that means anyone became Christian in this period of time. So he said, he said like, I went up just because by revelation I am going to meet them. And communicated into them that gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to them which were of repetition, least by any means I should run or had run in vain." So. After 14 years from his preaching, they was having a big question mark about the thing which is our brother Tony going to speak next time, about the Council of Jerusalem, because they wasn't happy with his gospel. They wasn't happy with his preaching,. Yeah, sure. He was preaching. He established 14 years, a 14 church. Yes. No, no, no. He stayed three years in Petra, and after that, he started moving up again to the north. He stayed three years, and after that, because he's already established three churches, even when he was just young in the faith. When he was in Tarsus, this is his country. This is his home. He established his church in Tarsus. Caesarea, they refused him, but he established a church too. Every place he went, even if the church... And the synagogue, there was against him, he established a church. He did his, his, uh, his part as an apostle. So, okay, so uh, Tina just asking, do you know how we uh, St. Paul was? Um, most the um, the scholarship said he was around the same age of Christ. He born like year one year one eighty, so that's mean in this time he maybe he was like after Jesus like um, he's now in starting with the forties after the fourteen years. Yes, doctor. Yes, I just um, yeah he established the where in Petra because I just said one of the fathers. St. origin. Urge- uh, uh, he sent Father Demetrius, uh, the Pope, our Pope, Alexander Pope Demetrius to uh, Polarisius and he was the bishop for them in the 3rd century to correct one of the uh, teachings for him in the 3rd century. That means there is someone established the church there and no, no one of the apostles went there except St. Paul. Also, Heretius himself, he got upset and he became an enemy with Paul, and he tried to do an alliance with the Jews so they can kill him, but they tried two times to kill him, through Heretius' uh, authority, but it, it didn't happen. Yes, Matthew? So, this is what the first 14 years. So, after 14 years, he met the apostles and showed him the gospel, and after that, and he said, I, I, I didn't went to the apostles alone, I went with the, with the revelation from the Lord, I went with Barnabas, and he took Titus with him. Titus he was one of his apostles, his disciples. The other thing is... Yes, Abuna?
0: So in the In the 14 years that he was preaching... Uh, did the people know that the, the churches and the, the places, those, the churches that he established, did they know about the tension that was between him and the and the apostles? And how did the people react to that?
1: That's, it's a very good question. There is, there is a few churches know the tension of actually. According to the scholarships, there is, there is churches, there is apostles went to the churches. St. Paul established, and they said, what you're doing is wrong. This is not the gospel we preach. So St. Paul, uh, they put him in a situation. There is two kinds of apostles. Apostles, they said, like, this is wrong. And this is, took us to the first council when they, the conflict happened between both of them, St. James and St. Paul and st peter picked in the beginning was towards st james and after that he became he uh, supported st paul and there is a false apostles even like there is apostles they claim themselves apostles but um, they they was teaching a different uh, or a wrong teaching they want the people to become jewish again you want you to do the old the, the law. so yeah even st paul and we going to show going to show Utsak now there is a few uh, verses from Paul saying, I am not an apostle from people. And this is why he was always saying, I didn't get this gospel from myself, or someone taught me this. This is what I got from the Lord himself. This is what I delivered from the Lord. I am giving it to you. I am delivering that to you. Because this was a big thing. He, he almost like, they didn't recognize his gospel they didn't recognize him as an apostle for 14 years. But the learn the lesson, what we learn here about it is when when you're doing something right and you're doing something you know, the Lord give you a clear message about it or this is what the Lord wants you to do you don't look right and left or behind to see what the people talk about you. St. Paul didn't attack the church they didn't even say anything. Yeah, yeah he got upset. Many times he got upset as a human. Because sometimes we put the apostles in a place like sometimes we forgot they are human. Sometimes they got upset or stuff like this. But what the truth is, Paul didn't care about himself. Because again, he was focusing on Christ. He, he, he looked to Jesus himself. He, was, he didn't care about what the people think about him. He cares about what the Lord thinks about him. And this is ended with with him, St. Paul, the youngest of them, the last of them, as an apostle, blaming St. Peter in a litter and telling him what you're doing is wrong. And Peter considered the leader of them. He blamed him after that, and he accepted him. But sometimes, which is we understand, the church needs time. To understand or to, to study or to make sure from the teaching we, we give or from the person he's convert, The church has the right to make sure uh, what they said or what they teach or them story. The apostle didn't, honestly, they didn't attack him formally. They didn't say like he's not from us. He, they didn't do that. They just refused to meet him. Because from their perspective, if they met him, they need to do a statement. If we meet Paul now, or Saul, and these days he's still Saul, they will should make a statement. He's with us, he's one of us, or he's against us. So the church try, or the apostles try to avoid this battle now, for now. We don't, we, we're not sure. So just keep it now, for now, and we will see his story or if it's right or wrong, with time. But it took from them 14 years. So, And even St. Paul himself, he didn't want to to face them. He, He became over it, you know what I mean? But he went because the Lord himself told him, you should go to the apostles. And he showed them the gospel. And after 14 years, they have issues with his gospel. This is when the council of jerusalem started to discuss these issues the other yes. yeah um, when they started calling him paul in antioch like after after this like uh, after this story in in, in Acts 9 actually the first uh, verse There is one. There is one verse. It's like the the changing. Okay, as as you remember, when we talk about it the first time, I, I mentioned for you there is two names for each one. There is the Roman name, the Gentile name, and the the. the or the Greek name, and the Jewish name. So Saul was a Jewish name, King Saul, and Paul was his Roman name, his Greek name. When he, starting, when he started to preach the Gentiles, he referred himself as Paul. But uh, I can tell you... Yeah. It's in, um, in Acts 13... And you will find that in in verse number 9. Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit. This is when the switch happened. We don't call him again Paul, uh, Saul. We start calling him Paul. This is in 30. Can you use the mic? After the fourteen years uh, that it took for the apostles to accept him, did they
0: not even actually believe that Christ was re- like appearing to him, or the re- did they not believe in the revelations still of Saint Paul of, Jesus, of Christ to Saint Paul?
1: In the beginning, they 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 didn't deny it. But they didn't agree. That, they didn't accept. They, they, they was like...
0: Whatever about it. Yeah. But I'm saying after the 14 years, they actually...
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. After the council and after the Holy Spirit spoke with them. Mm. Because the Holy Spirit said, I need take out uh, the service to the Gentiles. The Holy Spirit gave them the confirmation. The other 14 years was, I know a man... In Christ, who 14 years ago, whether in the body I don't know, or whether out of the body I don't know, God knows such, a one was caught up to the third heaven. The other 14 years, he was speaking about the 14 years of uh, when he was in Arabia, and the Lord himself appeared to him. So he used this, this word two times. So the summary again: Saint Paul started service. He went to Arabia. He stayed in Arabia for three years. After he preached, and he preached in Damascus, Tarsus, everywhere he went. Uh, His story make a big debate at the church and with the Jewish people in the synagogues because they was surprised how this has happened very fast. He was the first person he came to take to capture the Christians he became one of the way believers and he started preaching about Jesus Christ he uh, preached around a year before he went to the Arabia after the Arabia he started preaching outside the Arabia uh, the church is in this time starting growing up according to Acts now we will have the shift up They were going to start to speak about Peter. Next uh, week, God willing, uh, Dr. Tony Solomon is going to speak about uh, uh, St. Paul. Excuse me?
0: Are the 14 churches that he started in Arabia still here? Like, still around today? He
1: didn't preach. He didn't uh, establish 14 churches. He established one church in Arabia, in Petra. He established many churches after that in the 14 years. He was established every year. Each city, St. Paul, went. Excuse me? Yeah. No, I'm, he's talking about the 14 years. Yeah. Yeah yeah in in 22 years he established 22 church but it wasn't like this because sometimes wasn't one year established two churches so it was uh Thank you, Thank you so much I can't give you the list for sure I don't recognize them all of them but more, most of them they are in the Book of Acts. Most of them. Yes. (coughs) Yes, except one church. (laughs) One of the biggest one, Constantinople. Yeah. Yeah. So any questions?
0: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Thank you, for, oh Lord, for allowing us together here. Lord, please bless your servants Carlos and Tony for their service. Lord, teach us to be uh, as sacrificial and as passionate as uh, as Saint Paul has. Uh, ben, as we learn through his teachings, bless us in everything that we do. And hear us, Lord, when we say thank with the intercession of St. Mary and St. Paul and Paul carlos and all the saints. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us, neither the one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the kingdom of power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now, love of God, the Father, grace of his only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, communion gift of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace, and the peace of the Lord be with you all. Amen.